Welcome to the 170th episode of Downtime Podcast. We've reached 170 episodes. Isn't that right, Jeremy? That's a lot of episodes, to be it's honest. It's a lot of episodes for the last four and a half, five years, but we made it. Wow. It's been a long time, and can't believe we're still doing this, which is kind of crazy. I know. And thank you, listeners, old and new, for continuing to support us through all of this. Because we're yeah. still enjoying doing it. Yeah, thanks for being here because, you know, we don't really ask anything of anybody. We're just here to hang out and y'all are here to listen. So thank you so much. Jeremy, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Not for too long, but for a few days. Nice. And I'm going to Washington, D.C. for the first time. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any um, uh, big plans that you're going to be doing there? So the main plans are to visit museums with my family. So the biggest one being the Museum of Natural History. That's hey. That's just been the main Smithsonian we've been wanting to visit for a very long time. And then we're also going to visit the Museum of the American Indian, although to be political, it's still called the American Indian, to be politically correct, Native American. Oh. And, and so we're going to visit there. And I'm very excited to, to learn more about um, Native American history, just because I, I, really, I really enjoy that aspect of history more than kind of the wars and um, the British history of the United States. So that part hmm. interests me the most. And then we're going to an American art museum, which I think is just American artists. And that's also a Smithsonian. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm excited. Oh, and most of all, we're going to be going to this um, archives rotunda. And for anyone who knows what the archives are, it is where the Declaration of Independence is. Don't steal it. hmm. <laughs> we shall see okay if you come back with a piece of parchment i'll be like i don't know you (laughs) (laughs) but yes i'm gonna bring my lemon juice we're gonna do we're gonna bake the declaration it's gonna be a good time yeah and john voight will be there for some reason and you're like okay cool exactly so i'm excited i think it's gonna be a good trip we'll cover that Whenever we have a side quest this summer, because I also want to talk about Philadelphia. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be great because I'm also going on vacation next month. I'll be going to Hawaii. Yes. Um, And I think that'll be a good time after I come back to, we can both talk about our experiences away. It'll be fun. Yes. We will have a side quest to talk about our long-awaited vacations. Hot summer vacations. Hot summer vacations. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. Yes. Um. I think we both deserve just time away from work, time off. Exactly. Yeah. Well, All right, Jeremy. What are you playing? Well, to be quite honest with you, Elisa, nothing because my family's in town. We've been hanging That's out right. for like the That's past right. week. Um, I've been catching some news here and there, but. Um, I've been focusing just hanging out with my fam because, uh, you know, I just wanted to unplug for a little bit. Been, 
uh, doing other things. So I can tell you what I've been doing in lieu of playing video games. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Go for so, it. We had a Filipino food night last week. It was awesome. We cooked um, sinigang. We made lumpia, and we had um, pansit. It was great. Um, for those that are unfamiliar, those sinigang is like a stew. Pansit's like a noodle dish, and I think most people are familiar with lumpia. But uh, you think of it as like an egg roll, like a Filipino version of an egg roll, which is pretty good. I liked. I just like lumpia a lot. Uh, I think in it's, terms of yeah, it's pretty common. In terms of the Filipino foods that are most commonly known, I feel like it's only five dishes that cycle out. Most likely the dishes that you'll also find at a Jollibee or a typical fast food place. So it's lumpia, it's bunset, it's um, Filipino spaghetti, <laughs> mm-hmm. which uses banana sauce. Um yeah, so that that's probably like the biggest thing. So Filipino spaghetti has bananas in it, and then um, trying to think what what else is like kind of like the cycle like the adobo most, like, adobo. There you go. Yeah, so sinigang is definitely one of the more deep cuts, which isn't even really a deep cut. It's one of the most common dishes in the Philippines. It's just a deep cut for everyone else. Right. Yeah. Like it's not really talked about that often, but it, it's it's pretty good. And I would also throw in that lechon is pretty common too. Yes. Some sort of pork for sure. Yeah. Pork. It's great. Um, so did that last Wednesday and then the, the following day, um, I watched the Demon Slayer movie, finally. It's been a long okay, time. Okay, so how is that? I've only I've only seen the first five episodes of Demon Slayer so far. I I like the series a lot. I can see why it's so hype and it's pretty oh, cool. Oh I I love I like Demon Slayer so far. I think it. I think it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's great, yeah. And the movie, it didn't feel like in like a typical anime movie. It really did feel like an extended episode. Um, whether or not that's a good or bad thing depends on how you view anime movies, because most of the time, especially for shonen shows, a lot of the movies are filler, uh, and they're not canon at all. They're not at canon. All. Yeah, um, it's good. I mean, like, um, it's good in that, like there's a movie version of something anime uh but the fact that there's like a a recent i guess not recent trend but like the last the other anime movie i saw was the konosuba movie which is a continuation of the show so it was cool seeing that there's this movie that you're kind of forced to watch because it continues the first season like literally the first season ends continuing on into the movie and then when the movie starts you're like oh shoot this is where they left off this is awesome um (laughs) and then um after that, you know, they said, hey, I think there's going to be another season. So you have to watch the movie to continue the show or read the manga. Uh, I really liked the movie overall. I thought it was a great addition um, to anime movies as well as just story-wise. It was great. Um, yeah, it was so cool. It was a cool concept. Um, all all the characters you know and love are there. Um, and it just raises more questions because there's this group and, you know, I'm not caught up with the manga, but there's a group of characters that were introduced at the end of the second to last episode of the of the first season that I'm like, who are these people? And then they don't really explain who they are. And at the end of the movie, they show them again. And you're like, I don't know who these people are. So they're hinting at a lot of different huh. big things that are supposed to happen. But, um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be great when um we finally uh get the next season and expand more on these characters and what they're about and what they're doing. So, really looking forward to that. 
very nice. I'm looking forward to watching more of the sh- more of the show and eventually watching the movies. Yeah, I hope that you get a chance to do that. Yeah, I've been watching Demon Slayer and Haiku, which you, we talked about previously. But I, I, I love both of those animes, so I'm having a good time with both. Awesome, awesome. Um, and then last Friday I watched Black Widow with my family. It was great. I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it yet, please check out Black Widow. Um, if you like the shows on Disney Plus, you will like the movie. Things tie in. It is awesome. Check it out when you have a chance. I didn't. I did not watch it in theaters because um, the convenience of watching it at home was just a lot better. <laughs> In my opinion. And if you of course, watched it with your family for $30, that's a deal as yes. well. Agreed, agreed. We were like, okay, we could spend 30 bucks now or we could just watch it in the theater. Um, saving time, you know, in a way. Not having to drive to the theater is a big plus. You know, being able to drink and eat whatever you want is also a nice addition. So we did that and it was great. Did you watch Black Widow, Elisa? No, um, I will watch it eventually. Maybe wait for it to be free. Uh, Black Widow is not necessarily one of my favorite Avengers or just superheroes. And she, it's one of those things where she's fine. I just mm-hmm. don't have a motivation to go out and see it. But I will okay. eventually. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I just thought I'd ask since um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people like myself who watch all the Marvel movies to just be in the loop on everything. And oh yeah, there's there's some that just skip. Some like just because they don't need to watch it, and which makes sense. Um, but for me, I like to be up to date on all the Marvel movie stuff. I'm a huge fan. One of the reasons why I want to watch Black Widow is because it has this actress, Florence Pugh, which I think plays Black Widow's sister. And I really like the actress a lot. I saw her in this horror movie called Midsummer, and it was one of the freaking craziest movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, she's really great in the movie, and she's a great actress. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this is more of a forward-thinking thing, but uh, next week I'll be finally watching Fast and Furious 9. Oh, thank on, God. Uh, on the 20th, and so hopefully after that we can talk about it, Elisa. Honestly, aside from In the Heights, that's the greatest movie I think I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> it's, such a, just, it's such a skew of things. In the Heights, Fast 9. <laughs> Both movies are amazing. <laughs> I just, okay. uh, just to describe my watching experience, I watched it with my sister's boyfriend because my sister didn't want to watch it. Me and him were laughing the whole entire time. Oh, I can't and wait. I'm so excited. It was such a good time. Oh, gosh. That's awesome. Yes. Like I'm looking forward to it. Like, honestly, how can you introduce a brother nine movies into the franchise? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they're what I appreciate about Fast and Furious is they're going for it. They fully know what's going on and yeah. they're just they're here to defy gravity and physics. Yep, and retcon everything. Let's go, baby. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> retcon this, retcon that. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Welcome back. You got retcon. 
Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, fantastic movie. <laughs> I'm so hyped for that movie. I love the series so much. So yes, so hyped. Yes. Okay, okay. I can't wait to talk about it with you. Can't wait to watch it. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all that's been happening. It's been pretty chill. It's nice not playing video games and just nice relaxing. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm glad you're relaxing because sometimes I'll notice that you're on you're on Twitch like not only every day but multiple hours of the day so it's sometimes it is nice to just get a break from that all. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, I'm only playing one game right now because I'm trying to finish it and it's Persona 5 Strikers. So, when I Ooh. came back, that was a game where oh god, Persona 5 Strikers, in my opinion, kind of has a like a deep learning curve in figuring out the system, especially because I don't think it's as straightforward. So when I picked up the game again, my it took maybe a t- two full days for me to get into the rhythm of it. I was like, oh, God, how do you play this game? <laughs> like it was like I could not get into it. But then finally I got into it and. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm almost done with the game. Awesome. I think I, I legit think I'm in the last jail, which is Osaka. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. And funny enough, I, I now I know. So I, st- I stopped playing the game at Sapporo and took a break because I wasn't here and then I went and then when I come back the next city you go to is Okinawa. Turns out Okinawa is the turning point of the entire game. Oh wow. So I so I stopped playing the game like right when it gets juicy pretty much. Like right when all the important stuff happens is when I is when I stopped. So when I came back go to Okinawa and all of this stuff comes down and anyone who who's played the game knows this, but yeah, the whole Okinawa Kyoto stretch is probably the most important part of the game. Oh, so I came back to some good stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, I kind of mentioned this before, but I'm gonna I'll repeat it again. But the um, Strikers has two characters introduced in the game. Uh, one of them is Zenkichi. And he's basically part of the FBI equivalent. And then Ichinose. And Ichinose is a a developer of this app called um, Emma. And which is like, which you know what it is if you've played the game. Um, So anyone who is familiar with the Persona series and knows how Atlas writes and develops their stories. They know, if you're playing this game, you know that one of these characters is good and one of these characters is bad. So either Zenkichi is good <laughs> or Ichinose is good. And you know for a fact that the other one is the main villain. This is just like this is just like pretty much very standard Atlas writing at this point. So okay, when I, when those okay. two when those ter- two characters were introduced, I knew okay, one of these people is the good guy and one of these people is the bad guy. <laughs> mm, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I didn't say, wh- and just so I don't spoil anything, I I just want to I just want to say, whatever I predicted in my mind, I was right. 
I was totally right. So I predicted correctly now that I'm at the final stretch of the game. Oh. And also, I am very happy and pleasantly surprised with the results of how the story is playing out. I think it's fantastic. I'm having such a good time. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So not only did I predict correctly, but I think it's even the way it like comes around is even better than I had expected. Oh, so, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm very much enjoying this game and I'm I'm pretty addicted to it and finishing it and this might be an this might be a game I also 100%. I I realized looking at the trophies today that I think I'm more than halfway through 100%ing all the main stuff unintentionally and platinuming it. So I think I'm just going to go for it just like with Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just gonna uh, yeah I'm gonna 100% this game, and I th- and um yeah I'm having a very good time playing playing it. Um, I notice uh, there I have a different playing style with this game. Um, <clears throat> normal Persona games because it's turn based. Uh, normally what I do is I have a core. Character, uh, core four that I only play with and they're the only ones that are totally leveled up so by the end of the game I have like my core four is at like 70 or 80 and everyone else is like super low <laughs> uh okay yeah um and and it's easy to do that because the main protagonist can hold different personas of different elemental strengths and weaknesses so it's like if you have the if you have the side character for fire missing in your party your protagonist can just have a persona that has fire you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so it's so it's like it was pretty simple to do that so for strikers um it's i i think it's easier to keep switching out characters every time and just keep leveling everyone up um pretty balanced and evenly um i think that persona 5 strikers gains experience faster than persona 5 and probably it makes sense because this is also the shorter game so it's really it's really easy to level up other characters when you revisit the dungeons and do the requests so um like like for persona 5 like my for people who know the characters um my core four were ren Makoto, Ryuji, and Yusuke. And then now I'm just like, I'm now I'm using everyone just depending because each jail um, has different elemental weaknesses. So it's like, for example, um, Osaka, the current jail I'm at, um, the villains are either um, either have a weakness of lightning or they have a weakness of wind. So I just, so I have Ryuji who's lightning and Morgana who's wind on me and it was really easy to level them up so for anyone who's like considering playing this game or you know at the beginning of this game i i I highly suggest making everyone balanced it's not that bad it's not as bad as it's not as bad as a typical persona game it's easy to it's easy to use and shuffle all the characters and rotate them out i see yeah you don't have to use Ren, your the main protagonist, on and rely on him having all the personas. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the only 
that's the only update I really have for Persona Five. I, I swear to God, Jeremy, I feel like I'm like four hours away from beating it. <laughs> like I, it seems I like might, it. I might as well beat it tonight before I go to Washington D.C. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because you won't be able to take it with you, so you definitely got to do something. Yeah, exactly. So I might do it. Also, um, just hashtag Makoto, best girl. That's it. Anyways, that's I, all I'm playing. I'll figure out what all that means when I start playing eventually. <laughs> So the first piece of news um, is just new Nintendo OLED models out. Comes out on October eighth, twenty twenty one. It's going to be three hundred forty nine ninety nine US dollars. Uh, seven inch OLED. Uh, here's one you can connect. You can connect Ethernet to it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And. I you see I don't have I have the light so I this doesn't mean anything to me but apparently it has a better stand so okay yeah so I, I but I don't know what that means <laughs> or like how bad the previous stand is it's like now it has like what 1080p resolution natively yeah. um better backlighting ethernet port in the stand uh, in the in the dock, I mean, and then it has like a wider stand because the current Switch stand is like really short and flimsy, and this one is like a lot longer and it looks sturdier. I think I, I don't know. see. Yeah, um, and instead of being on one section of the Switch where it could potentially break because it's also the cover for your game, it's like its own section, I believe, um, right underneath from one end of the Joy-Con to the other end of the other Joy-Con. Um, so it it looks like it has a lot better placement as far as a stand goes so that's kind of cool in my opinion this is a switch that you don't sell your old switch and get this this is a switch if you don't have a switch yet right like because i don't know if there's a significant update between the very first switch and this i mean like uh, i mean there is an update but it like is it worth it i think this is just for people who don't have a switch yet right yeah yeah, I think they're targeting that, but also maybe people who just want to buy another Switch. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. So that's interesting if you're interested. Uh, so that's if you're interested in buying a Switch and you don't have one yet, then you might as well wait for the one in October. Unless you're getting a light, then you can get one now. Yeah, there's really no other differences mechanically. It's literally the same parts, which is what a lot of Nintendo fans were um upset about because they're like oh it's gonna be like a new switch pro it's gonna have better gra- like a better graphics card a better processor better ram all this other stuff but no it's the exact same switch just with some very minor Discord. details and everyone's like what the heck this is not right do they does nintendo update their portable consoles to you know to the degree of it has a 4k capability so like not obviously like not like a direct like do they update all their portables to 4k but just like in the past like have they done significant updates to their um previous models because the thing is like nintendo um ds i think the the next one was just was a 3ds right but aside from 3d was there anything significant with that historically no uh, from what i recall it was the 3ds then it was the the 2DS, 
and which was without the 3D. And then there was like the 3DS XL and 2DS XL. Um, yeah. And then by the end of the 3DS's lifespan, they removed the 3D aspect of it. Um, the only differences hmm. were that the screen was bigger. I don't know if there were maybe better battery life. I don't know if there was anything else significant. Um, the I mean, again, at that time, too, I was kind of interested in other stuff. So I wasn't really getting... Uh, uh, what's it called? Wasn't getting. Uh, I wasn't into the the 3ds as much um, towards the end of its lifespan. But historically, I don't think Nintendo has done a lot of like big things when For it sure. came to yeah when it came to uh, to updating their hardware. And you know everyone thought that this would be the one because. You know, Nintendo's known for being a little backwards when it comes to their business practices. Well, I guess a little is is uh, not enough. Understatement. <laughs> yeah, they they are not. They are very backwards. So when this dropped, I knew I knew for a fact they were going to be like, oh yeah, it's not, it's it's going to be like you know, going to have this and this and this, but like nothing significant. Um, <laughs> and, and that sucks because I want them to have a better Switch model. Uh, so that other people can can play it, but then I think they might be alienating their audiences if they get another. I don't know. Again, I don't know exactly what's going on. Like maybe they don't want people to have an underpowered switch versus an overpowered switch. Who knows? Nintendo's weird. Their thinking is weird. It's very backwards and it's very old school. It needs to change, but Nintendo doesn't know that. They don't know how to do that. So yeah, I don't know. There's going to be a trend in this episode where a lot of Japanese companies are pretty backwards, but we'll go more into that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- this past week, we had a July state of play from PlayStation because they did not attend E3. So the so a few of the highlights, we're not going to mention everything, just like some, some of the m- more interesting ones. So... They talked about PSVR and how there's going to be a Moss Book 2, uh, no release date, but I, but Moss, I think, was one of PlayStation's biggest PSVR games, so for anyone who's played Moss, you can look forward to that. Okay, there's going, interesting. Yep. There's going... Which, by the way, um, the fact that they're even having a Moss Book 2 means that there's probably going to be a new PSVR, but, but we haven't heard about Ever since the PlayStation 5 came out, they kind of stopped talking about PSVR. So who knows what's going on with that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird, to be honest. Maybe all their efforts are focused on PS5 stuff. Who knows? What I thought was going to happen was the PlayStation 5, shortly after, there was going to be PSVR 2 that's compatible with PS5. But that mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. Who knows? Who knows? I know. To be fair, it's only been eight months since PS5 came out, so anything's possible. I, yeah. I just I do think that the fact there's a sequel to their number one PSVR game probably means that PSVR is not dead. I don't have right. one. I'm just saying it's probably not dead. Right, right. And then next. On the topic of Demon Slayer, there's going to be a new Demon Slayer game called the Hinokami Chronicles. I, I like the show. I, I don't know if I'll play it, but I just thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the gameplay looked good, too. Okay, I got to look this up because I love the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks good. 
The animation style kind of reminds me of Nino Kuni in terms of the battle system. The first Nino Kuni, not the second one. So, I'm interested. Okay. I'll probably okay. I'd probably play it if I if I watch more episodes. Oh, then, yeah. I'm getting this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they showed more Deathloop gameplay, which is developed by Arcane Studios, which is the studio of Dishonored fame, and it's published by Bethesda. Now, Deathloop is going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but because it's Bethesda, and as we know, Xbox bought Bethesda, it's only going to be an exclusive to PlayStation until September 14th. 2022 and then after that it's going to be available on xbox so got it got it so it you know if you so if you have an xbox you don't want like don't don't be sad like death loop will come to you eventually um and have you been following death loop jeremy not really yeah so i don't play first person shooters ever but this kind of caught my attention when the f- trailer dropped last year. And it's it's like it's a first it's basically day after tomorrow as a video game. Okay. And okay. Yeah, it's day after tomorrow as a video game and the premise of the game is your main your main character Colt um you're you're on this island called oh, what's it called? Uh Black Reef and there's eight targets and you have to defeat the eight targets before the day ends. And if you don't, then the day repeats. So it's like your death loop, of course, is like when you die or like when you fail your mission. And then it just keeps repeating until you defeat the eight targets. And the idea is when if you keep failing, then in each cycle, you're going to know more secrets about the targets. And like you're going to know more about like your strategy and know more about the island that you're on. So you have to do it all in one playthrough. Is that my understanding? Because I've been following like news about it, but not like not like news regarding um, its development or anything, but just like watching trailers and discussing it with friends. Um, but yeah, is so it all, all in one playthrough. I don't. So that's that's what it seems like in one playthrough. In one day, you have to defeat the eight targets, and then if you fail or you die, it's not game over. It it repeats from after you die. So it's not like it, it it doesn't go back to like a checkpoint or anything. It just like repeats. And with the understanding that each time you die, you know a little bit more of what's going on. And it's similar to Hades. Mm, okay. It's similar to Hades, but I don't think this is intentionally going to be a roguelike. Right, I was going to say, it seems like it's a roguelike, but at it, the same time, it, it doesn't. Exactly. It seems like it's a roguelike, but I think the game is purposefully, like, this is what I think. I think, like, especially in the beginning, I think it's purposefully going to make sure that you can't do it in a day. Oh. Or, or intentionally, it's going to be really hard to do it in a day. Just, that makes so, sense. Yeah, just so that you know more about the cycles. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I I thought so that's coming to PlayStation 5. Um honestly, I don't play first persons, but I think this looks really cool and the premise is cool. 
Uh, apparently, um, one of the things they highlighted, the developer highlighted in the trailer, is that um, each weapon has a different haptic feedback on the controller. So when you're holding on to different weapons, it's it's going to feel different for all of them. Oh. So I thought, so I thought that's kind of cool because I haven't heard really much about like the fact the controller the the controllers will have haptics or like what games are taking advantage of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. Yeah. And then if you watch the trailer, it's kind of cool. I like the soundtrack. It's like a it's like a jazz soundtrack that makes you feel like you're like in a James Bond movie or something. Yeah, it's very like 1960s. Yes, it's awesome. Yes, so I pro- I won't play it anytime soon, but I do think it's cool. Cool. And then the last thing we'll talk about from the state of play is the latest Lost Judgment gameplay trailer. And so some of the new aspects introduced, um, Yagami is climbing a lot, like a lot in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of like very Nathan Drake-esque. They, they kind of show more of the school activities, such as the robotics club. And Yagami has his own robot called the Yagami Bot. And then they also have the boxing club. They have the dance club. There's a motorcycle racing game, which I'm assuming is in the arcade. And then you can skateboard like a Tony Hawk game. So I think that's cool. Yeah, that's neat. That's neat. Yeah, so I like how they're embracing the skateboarding for sure. Definitely, I feel like they listened to everyone in the last game and they were like, how come we can't (laughs) use our skateboard? You know... Side note, I wonder how much they listen to an international audience when it comes to stuff like that, because of course they want to cater to their their first audience, the Japanese audience. But like, it seems like they maybe cater to everybody in a global sense, because not just with the release date of the game, but maybe also feedback from the previous game. I'm hoping that's the case. There's no numbers or any any data that shows this, but I, I would hope that they would include everybody's opinions on it, because it's such a huge franchise now. So hopefully... They are listening. Yeah. And just to kind of go over how huge the franchise is, uh, Judgment 1 has topped over 1 million units sold as of June 2021. And when it first came out in 2019, uh, Judgment was the most successful, most successful sending, uh, most, most successful selling IP that year until Death Stranding beat it. So, like, this game is getting sold, and it's popular. It's big, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, In the gameplay trailer also, Yagami has a dog. It's a Shiba Inu. So cute. It's going to be a good time. I don't, even, I, I don't know the context, but there's a dog. <laughs> I know, right? Dog. So cute. Dog, Shiba Inu. Yes. So I'm excited for that. And um, one of one of the more story related things in the gameplay trailer is there's a woman referenced in the game. So there's going to be parts where Yagami is talking to the Yakuza. We, we obviously don't know what the storyline is exactly, but um, they keep referencing like a woman that Yagami is trying to protect. So we don't know mm. who that woman is. Is it a love mm. interest? Is it 
um, a relative um, is it someone just completely unrelated, but unrelated to Yagami, but is related to the storyline. Um, we don't know. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And I'm, uh, mm-hmm. it ain't a Yakuza franchise game without a boat exploding at least once. Yes. That's the quota. You need at least that- one boat explosion. You need one at one boat explosion, preferably a cargo or a cruise ship. So, that's happening. I'm looking forward to the Bosuzoku racing with the little uh, with the motorcycles. Yeah, me too. That's what I want. Yes, looking For forward to the are... dance club and the skateboarding. Oh, yes, and the dog. I want to pet the dog. That's all. Oh I my gosh, do. I I can't wait for the dog. I wonder what the dog's name is, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, right? Like, I wish you could name it, but there's no way in hell they're going to na- let you name it. It, it already has a name. It's a character. <laughs> I know. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. The the climbing reminds me kind of a little bit of Uncharted, which is kind yeah, of Yeah, same here. We'll see. It looks like you can wear costumes again, which is cool. Yes. Looking forward to that. Um... But yeah, it's, uh, it's, this game looks awesome so far. Yes. Looks really good. Now, that's it for the state of play with PlayStation. But there was some breaking news earlier, as of today. And a report, for, uh, a report came from a Japanese publication, Nikan Taishu, and Lost Judgment there's it's not a judgment game if there ain't an issue with it jeremy (laughs) yeah so the voice actor and face and because they because they um it's based off of the likeness of the voice actor yeah so yagami's character is is after this um actor takuya kimura and he's under this talent agency called j&a Johnny and Associates. Uh, if you listen to J-pop, a lot of groups are under JNA. They're terrible. If you if you're in the J-pop if you're in the J-pop scene, you know that they suck. So yeah. So the plans for Sega is they're going. This is released on console, and eventually it's going to be released on PC. And JNA is trying to block the game from releasing on Steam. And the reason being, they don't want the likeness of their actor potentially being modded on PC. So right. it's like the Yak- the Yakuza games are currently available on PC, and all of the Yakuza characters, majority of them, are not based off of like their likeness is not based off of a real actor or actress, and so. JNA is imposing very strict contracts for this, and because of that, there is a rumor Lost Judgment might be the final game of the franchise if JNA and Sega can't come to an agreement. Side note, Johnny's, the agency that represents Kimura, uh, they're known for cranking out boy bands like Kanjani 8 or um, like SMAP, as Elisa mentioned, and they're known for like Pretty boys who dance and sing, um, and that's pretty much what uh, Kimura Takuya's group was for a long time. 
And they also seem like a pain in the ass to work with just because they want all these things and they're very strict on the guys who are in their agency. So I don't know. I feel like it's going to be hard coming out of this. Like I totally get why they don't want this, but at the same time, Sega is a company and they need to expand their horizons and all of their games have been doing well on steam. So it'd be nice to finally get judgment on steam since we have literally all of the U S Yakuza release. Well, okay. Except for dead souls, but all the mainline U S Yakuza releases on steam. Yes. I am going into going into Dave 97's question for the week. His question is, if judgment goes away due to issues with Kimura's talent agency, what do you think will happen to the traditional Yakuza beat em up gameplay? I I see I see several I maybe like three ways this would go. One would be that they would just continue the Judgment franchise with the new protagonist, which is really sad because we've already built up this character and we've come to know him so much and he's a great character. Um, maybe and it'll it's be the... not Hot Boy Summer without Yagami. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we have the other guys, but it's not the same. Yeah. Um, that's one way. The other way would be they would make an entirely new franchise um and that'd be awesome but also very sad because we only got two games in this judgment lineup and then now we're have we have a new ip within the same universe that has the beat-em-up mechanics i I know and the the thing is the thing with the judgment universe is it's perfect because it's a law it's a lawyer detective yeah exactly so it fits and then the third way would be which is the most unfortunate is that the series just wouldn't continue and you would just have Nothing. We would just have the turn-based combat of the the Ijincho crowd. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Se- I don't think number three is going to happen because I think Sega is very well aware that they need at least one of their games to have Brawler. Yeah, it's got to be one or two. I think it's got to be one of those. Either they continue the franchise without him, or they they make a new IP. That has the brawler gameplay, but it's still set in the Yakuza world. Like, who knows? I hope they don't do number two. I want them to um, start with Yagami still. I want them to continue with Yagami. And if they have to recast him or make a different character, sure, that's cool. But it'll be he'll be greatly missed, you know. Now, this goes into a different topic where now this is officially the second time that Ryoga Kotoku got screwed over with using 3D likeness of the actual actor. The first time, um, for for Judgment, by the way, in Judgment 1, we had the main boss changed out because the actor had a issue, had a drug issue with cocaine. And then now, because they, because this agency does not want their actor to potentially be modded. So could we keep, is there, is there a universe where we can keep Yagami's character, we can keep Kimura as a voice actor and moving forward they just changed the they changed the character likeness because as they showed as they showed in Judgment 1 it's apparently really easy for Sega to do that. They have the technology <laughs> to do it. 
I know, right? Like, yeah. I, I get Pierre Taki not being there. Like, drugs are pretty bad in Japan, and they don't want that influence in their games, despite the games involving organized crime, which still to this day, I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense, but also it doesn't. Um, but in any case, you know, obviously, Pierre Taki being removed makes sense. But yeah, th- this is a lot worse. Well, okay, no, sorry. Take, I take that back. That's not a lot worse. This is completely different, but also bad because yes. you have the potential of not having him at all. Changing a character out is okay, like that's cool, but not having a character and voice actor and likeness of that person at all, that's the main character is bad. Like Hamada in the previous game, he was like, he was pretty up there as far as like bad guys go and screen time. So obviously it took a lot of work for them to replace him. But And he Yagami, was a complex character. Exactly. He was very complex. But with Yagami, you're with him 100% of the time. You see him all the time. Like you just see his back. But, you know, when he talks to people in a cutscene, you, you hear his voice, you see his face. Um, if you turn the camera around, you see his reactions. You, know, like you can see him just standing there idle. So, yeah, I mean, we need him. And I feel like it's really sad when it's going to be really sad if they, they won't be able to have him for a future title. I know. Now, do you think, and this is where I don't have the statistics to confirm this, but do you think that Sega would risk just not having judgment on PC at all and just selling solely to console? So it's only sold to Xbox, PlayStation, and then this might be Sega's way, or this might be Sega just being like, all right, so it's not available on PC, so maybe we should actually put this on Switch. Like, do you think that judgment might actually go in that direction where they, they'll just avoid this by just not putting it on PC? Um, I think they might have to just avoid it if, if worse comes to worse. Yeah. But, you know, as, as someone who has played literally all these games on PlayStation, I don't mind, but it's that reach that Sega's trying to go for that is concerning yeah. because again, their business, they having their titles on PC is a really a big step for Sega as a company because... A lot, you know, typically Japanese developers don't put their console exclusive titles on a PC. So this is really cool that they're, they finally did that with the Yakuza games. And it'll be really sad if they can't do it with Judgment. Yeah, to, to kind of sum this up, I, I think that Sega, I think that Sega might not put this on PC. Yeah, I I think it's fine and it's really sad, but you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, but I don't think that Sega is going to try to lose Kimura, but there's a lot of times I'm wrong, so they might surprise me tomorrow and and ruin this whole franchise, (laughs) so... Yeah, we'll have to wake up and see what happens, good or bad, right? Yeah, I do think that if Judgment does go away, I think they're going to make a new game with a beat-em-up. So I, I don't think that Ryoga Gotoku is going to lose beat-em-up. Yeah, I want them to still have that because, you know, as much as I love the turn-based combat in Yakuza 7, I still miss the beat-em-up brawler stuff. And I get that itch when I play... Um, you know when I when I played that when I played Yakuza Seven, and so having an old having a new title 
with the brawler mechanics would definitely be better because I love the Dragon Engine. I think it's fantastic, but I still need beat em up, you know? I still want my beat em up game. Exactly. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And thank you, Dave97, for the question. Thank We're you. hoping it doesn't come to that. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst case scenario that they just don't release a next title. But here's to hoping they can continue the license with Kimura Takuya as Yagami and um, continue to release more games. Uh, Agreed. We, we do have one more comment from Hooded Dude on YouTube. The dude says, "Welcome back, Elisa." After Jeremy's shout out, I realized that I've been ooh, that I've been ooh. listening since the very first few episodes, maybe six or eight or something. Back when Yakuza Zero came out and you still wor- worked together, literally nobody was talking about that game, and I needed to hear people talk about it. Back on Elisa's <laughs> channel, still was it 2017? Time flies. You have a great memory, hooded dude. It was February 2017. It was our birthday month. We both loved Yakuza Zero. I was, I actually was like, "Yo, Lisa, you gotta play this." And then, because I was like, "I can't stop thinking about this game." And then she's like, "All right, all right." And then she got it as a gift, played it. We both were in love with this game, and so to a certain degree, we still are. We still talk about this game quite often. Um, and it and quite often, like. Every day. Every day. <laughs> how about every day? How about, how about every day? <laughs> and um, we, yeah, we um, we started the podcast to talk about Yakuza Zero, which was one of our main focuses. Um, partly also due to you know trying to practice public speaking, but also as an outlet for us to hang out because we're so busy all the time. This is like a scheduled time for her and I to catch up together and to yes. hang out, which is great. But also to express our thoughts and opinions on a freeform platform that allows anyone to listen to us. So that's kind of nice too. Yeah. And we will continue talking and supporting um, these games just because we we know, like still, we know that a lot of people don't talk about Yakuza and a lot of people don't talk about Ryuga Gotoku games. Like we, Like we know for a fact that like, that's not really out there where people talk about the storyline or talk about the gameplay. So we want to talk about it because we want to. And so we'll put so we'll put our we'll continue to put ourselves out there so that you get to hear our opinions and so that anyone can talk to us about the game because we want to show support. A lot of people who play the game like Devil Leon on YouTube, it's more just like they're showing the gameplay, but they don't actually talk about the story. So we're we're here to share our opinions and thank you for your support through all of these years and thank you to everyone who listens to us to talk about these games and we're still enjoying them so we're still here yeah yeah and to add on to that we i do believe and i still sincerely believe that we're one of the few podcast outlets that um talk about this content in english and i think there are a few japanese Mm. channels obviously that talk about yakuza and how much they love it and the story i don't really follow them um there's only one content creator i follow that um does all the yakuza games um because he is japanese his name is salty yen he's a japanese man um from tokyo who lives in ohio usa and um he plays them on his twitch channel on youtube and he talks about the story and 
uh, while he's playing it and he gives some brief history about it which i really love because i learn new things when i watch his videos but um i still stand firm and believe that elisa and i are one of the very few channels that talk about our love passion and um uh our our, our just detailed thoughts on this on the yakuza franchise in english because um it, you know while this game is worldwide and it's become a lot bigger than it was back in 2017 i do think that this 2017 being like the day that we we played yakuza 0 not necessarily when the games first came out because then we talked about 2006 which back then of course that wasn't that was there weren't a lot of fans because people said oh this, this is just a japanese gta which 100% not um i digress but what I'm trying to say is I think Elisa and I are one of the few channels and we have specific spoiler casts just for these games. And um, we do it because we love it. So yes. thank you guys for listening to us talk about the Yakuza games because it helps um, know that there's people listening. But it also just gives us a clue that, hey, you know, there are other people that love this um, that love this franchise as well. Because uh, if you couldn't already tell, Hot Boy Summer, here we go. Hot- Hot boy summer. We're gonna make, we're gonna make judgment a thing. Judgment is gonna go on. We're gonna put the good vibes into the universe that they're going to figure it all out, and ju- they're gonna continue making at least three more judgment games after Lost Judgment. Yes, this is true. Put and that energy out into the universe. For me, I'm gonna be doing that as well because this will be the first time I'll be streaming um, uh, a Ryuga Gotoku game. Like, 100%. When I play the game, I'm only going to be playing it on stream because I Ooh. want to share that experience. Yeah, yeah. I want to share that experience. And um, every single Yakuza game slash Judgment game, I, game I've ever played was by myself. And I love, you know, I love having my own time to play it. But I also am interested in seeing what it's like to play a game blind for the first time. Um, but also to experience this with other people. So, yeah, when that game comes out, when it drops, I'll be playing it, and you guys can sit back and watch with me. If you're if you don't have access to it, or if you don't want to play it and just want to watch, I'll be streaming it. So, yeah, just want to throw that out there because I love the the franchise, I love the series, I love the developers, I love Sega, and I hope that we get more. Yes, man, I'll definitely be watching you on some of your streams for sure. This is so exciting. Yeah, it's all for the love of the game, and I also don't want you to um, get spoiled by anything, Elisa. So oh, I would only watch, watch it. <laughs> I'd only watch it if I if I knew I was ahead of you. But if we were at the same time, if we were on the same level at the same time, then I probably won't watch. No, no, no that, like, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But yes, keep judgment alive. Yep. Yep. So tomorrow we'll see if there's any new updates. Um, of course, by the next time you hear this podcast, we will be talking about any judgment news if it does come out. Exactly. Um, uh, which, by the way, should we do some housekeeping stuff? I can I can talk about that real quick. Yes, go for it. All right, guys. If you would like to um, visit our website, www.downtime.live, you can leave us a comment or question by clicking on the contact form. You can also leave us a comment or question the old-fashioned way by um, sending us an email at contact at downtime.live. Send us an email. We'll read your comment or question on the podcast. You can leave us a comment or question wherever this podcast is hosted that allows comments or questions or just text. So like YouTube, Podbean, um, 
you can leave us uh, a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read that on the podcast. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher. We're everywhere. We have a Twitter down t- at Downtime Live. Um, if you want to join our Discord community and leave us a comment or question, because there's a specific channel for that where we read most of our comments or questions, um, you can click on the link in the description of wherever this podcast is hosted that allows links, or you can copy the link and then paste it into your browser. It'll send you an invite to join our community on Discord, where we talk about everything from um, the Yakuza games to TV shows, movies, food, travel, anything you guys want. We, we got it here. Uh, but yeah, so that's us. Um, uh, if you need anything else on the Discord, you can feel free to reach out to Elisa or myself directly, and we usually get back to you pretty fast. Um, I'm usually the one that's on there most of the time. Elisa's really busy, so um, she won't be there 100% of the time, but she will read your comment, and she will respond, and if we don't get to it on Discord, we'll get it to it on the podcast. So Exactly. Hey. Yeah. Before we end this podcast, uh, speaking of questions, uh, if you're on the Discord or want to join the Discord, a- ask questions on the channel podcast dash questions. Um, since I haven't been on this podcast for a while, I noticed that Jeremy answered a bunch of questions. Like a lot of people, a lot of y'all asked questions these last three months, which, which is great. But I want to answer questions too. So drop yeah. your questions. <laughs> I will answer, Jeremy will answer them too, and I will be here to answer them for next week. Yes, please leave us questions. We love listener questions. It still astounds me that people are like, so why, what do you think about this? Or do you like this? Or what What do you do when this happens? I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting that people want to hear little old me like respond to I know. that, which, which is cool. Like even on Twitch, it still astounds me that people are like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, whoa, who, who are you? How's it going? <laughs> Um, like it's still it's still like it still makes me happy that people yes. want to talk and hang out so exactly yeah, it's cool because like i don't know i don't really think i'm very special in any way i'm just like some dude who just talks about the yakuza all the time not the the group the games <laughs> i should be specific yeah i love mm-hmm. the yakuza cut my pinky off and everything <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, y'all, this is, this is fun, Elisa. Uh, we'll be back next week for sure. We will be back next week. Drop question. I want, I would love to answer some questions and yeah, Jeremy, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too, Elisa and everyone have a great rest of your day, night, afternoon. This has been podcast week month year okay that's too far (laughs) but everyone nothing wrong with that (laughs) thank you for listening to podcast episode 170 have a great one see ya peace